This podcast is for entertainment purposes only and does not substitute for professional medical advice. Please seek a medical professional or healthcare provider if you're seeking any medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Thanks, everyone. Welcome back. Hi, hi. So today's episode is breastfeeding. Before we jumped into the episode, if you hear me that's like very nasally, it's because I'm sick. It's first week of school, so yeah. that's what's going to happen. And also, if you also hear us like panting, panting, <laughs> is, the word. panting is because we just tried the TikTok trend Ooh. with the penguins, like the three, six mafia, something, whatever. Check out our that TikTok for that. Cute. I cannot believe that I struggled that much for that choreography. You. I'm all over the place. I, have, I can't breathe. Takes, how many takes did we do? No, <laughs> we did like 10. I couldn't believe how long it took to do that. I thought it was going to be like a five minute thing. No, mm-hmm. no, no. We were definitely dancing. 30 and trying minutes. to do Like 30 minutes for at sure. At least. At least. And on show, Patreon, yeah. they're going to see us because we're like flushed oh, right yeah. now. Oh, yeah. So we're recording this behind the scenes. It's going to go up on Patreon and you're yes. going to see us just. At least me right now, I'm fanning myself with my hands, so I know there's that. So breastfeeding. Yes. I think this topic is like really, yeah. it's so good. And I'm actually really excited yeah. to talk about breastfeeding. Yeah. It's Breastfeeding Awareness oh. Month. We're in our last week of August. So we thought that we should end August with a yep. strong finish with breastfeeding. Because yeah. it's something that Julie and I both did. Yes. And we both talk to each other all the time all the about time our about breastfeeding it. journey. Oh, yeah. First and me, because my child's older. Yes. And then after that, with you. And, and we both struggled. But you know what? You didn't have a kid yet, and you hadn't breastfed yet, but you gave me one of the most invaluable resources. Really? Yes. Yes. And I, well. Which one? I mean, I think about it. Every time I grabbed it, uh-huh. it was a, a nipple guard. Oh, the nipple guard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every time I grabbed the nipple guard, I thought of you. <laughs> I know that sounds very weird, but it's the truth. Because yeah. I was, dude, it hurt so, so bad because you didn't have a good latch. Yeah. And we'll talk Nora about that. I had a bad latch too, yeah. And girl, I remember that I told you that, that I would literally cry. Like tears would be coming down my eyes every time, at least in the beginning when he would like latch on. And then mm-hmm. obviously after that, you just bear down and you're used to it. At least I did. Yeah. And I remember telling you that. And yeah. you're like, girl, have you tried a nipple guard? And I'm like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> And I went to Target and I got it. I'm like, oh, let's see. Let's try it out. Changed my life. Really? Changed my life. I, thanks to that, I was able to like further breastfeed. Right, and I yeah. didn't even breastfeed for that long. You know but all I thanks to you. I didn't use a nipple guard. Damn. I, 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 I mean, didn't take my own recommendation. And I ended up, I think I breastfed until maybe she was like direct breastfeeding. Like yeah, yeah. on the boob. Yeah. I think I breastfed till maybe she was like two months old. And then after that, I. Oh, I you had to because of work and everything. Well, too. yeah, I started work and no. And, yeah. and it was very painful. Yeah. Oh, my God. And we'll talk more about that, like with breastfeeding and stuff. But it was so painful that I couldn't. I would cry every single time. It so it actually, was painful for you, too. Yeah. No, it was bad. 
Because she had a bad latch, too. The same thing. Yeah. She Like, her upper lip would not, like, flange out. So yeah, she would just, like, bite down on the nipple. And yeah. it was just horrible. horrible. Yeah. And by the way, if anyone is grossed out by the words boobs, uh, nipple, breast milk. Not the episode for you. Uh, cracked nipples, bloody discharge. Like, this is not for you. Not for you. Okay. Not so the, this is kind of like a warning. Yeah. Trigger this warning. This can be like pretty graphic, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. it's yeah. something that needs to be normalized and talked Absolutely. about. Because Absolutely. I did not know. I, I only knew about breastfeeding stuff because I was a pediatric resident. We have to get trained of course. in some sort of lactation. Of course. I'm by no means a lactation specialist. Mm-hmm. However, I can help a person out, yeah. you know, with the basics. Mm-hmm. But it's something that definitely is not talked about. And, like, after you go through it, I could not. I, I couldn't. Yeah. I couldn't yeah. believe how hard it was. Because I don't know if you had that same experience, <clears throat> like, before you got pregnant, before you went through the whole thing yeah. and then gave birth, yeah. started breastfeeding. A lot of people, at least to me, made it seem, even online and yeah. social media and all that, they made it seem like you're sitting on top of a lotus flower. Yeah. And everything's just so beautiful during pregnancy, too. Yeah. Everything's beautiful. Everything's so natural. Everything's yeah. so, like, zen. And it's just Mother Nature. And every- that was it's the furthest not. thing from yeah, the truth. Yeah, it's not. Furthest thing from the truth. It's not. During pregnancy, after giving birth, during, like, No. No, no. And I think it's um, a lot of people picture it to be something. It is beautiful. Mm -hmm. Breastfeeding is beautiful. I loved my whole entire time breastfeeding. There was something about giving my daughter my breast milk that I really loved as well. But I don't think I I think a lot of people like are also like, oh, no, you build this bond, Mm. you know, and I'm like, you can have a bond with your baby Mm -hmm. regardless of the way you feed them. Absolutely. Absolutely. Whether it's with formula, whether it's with a G tube, whether it's with breastfeeding directly or pumping or like a supplemental nursing system that a lot of women use. um, Yeah. All those things. You can create a bond with your baby. So please don't have anyone lie to you mm-hmm. about, oh, yeah, you know, it's just, it's this bond that you don't, that you don't get with other kind of, that is no. false. No, yeah, that's not That true. is false and don't let anyone I say agree. anything about it. But anyways, I had to exclusively pump because I went back to work and it was impossible. Like Nora, once yeah. she got used to the bottle, it was like impossible and she was so angry and stuff. But anyways, yeah, back to the whole entire, like, basics of breastfeeding yeah so, so what is breastfeeding it's so, basically nursing exactly. so you put your baby on your boob and milk comes are, out, milk comes out. <laughs> exactly <It's, laughs> there's no science it's been around for since Ever. the beginning of time yeah That's since the beginning of humans yeah yeah, yeah. and um, we're mammals oh, so what i was gonna say now that i just said natural uh-huh um everyone told me yes it's so natural it's so natural but to all my parents i say it's the most unnatural natural thing to do because they yeah. just made it seem like I literally have that in my notes. You do? Yep. Yeah. Yep. It's they literally yeah. just make it seem like you're gonna birth this baby. And the baby just knows. And the baby just knows, which they have natural instincts they have of like reflexes. rooting reflex yeah, exactly. Rooting reflexes. That's what I yeah. And stuff like that. So they have natural instincts, yeah. but you have to work. You have to guide the baby. Yeah. And kind of like yeah, they have the reflex for suckling, yeah. like you said, the rooting mm-hmm. and whatever. But you have to guide the baby. And there's several positions of breastfeeding. And then you got to see yeah. which one works best for you and baby. It's a lot of a lot of things that go with it. It just doesn't happen. No, exactly. You know? <laughs> and then a lot of babies, they have complications. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, sometimes that means a separation from yeah. the mom initially. 
And it's not because sometimes I feel like a lot of these places make the medical team out to be like these terrible people. Yeah. I agree that there has to be more of a push to not separate parents yes. when it's unnecessary. Yes. Especially because a lot of hospitals like to follow protocols mm -hmm. and stuff. So mm -hmm. I'm definitely like where I work. I definitely push to try not to separate mom and baby. Yeah. But unfortunately, sometimes there is like, you know, when a baby is premature or when a baby is needs like intense phototherapy or yeah. something like that, that yeah. unfortunately we can't be like on the breast the entire time. Right. And then sometimes we do have to supplement a little bit, but we do try. There's luckily I worked at a, um, or I did my residency at a hospital where we had the option to do, to have a breast milk bank. Yeah. So for our babies, we were able to get breast milk for them, but there's awesome. small hospitals that yeah. cannot do breast milk banks. So they like babies are on TPN for a really Which is long what? time. So total parental, parenteral nutrition. So it's oh. basically food for the vein. Yeah. So we literally just give like the most basics like, okay. in food. Like, okay. Literally carbs, okay. proteins, yeah. sugars, what's needed, calcium. Yeah. Yeah. And which. If anyone has ever done those orders for TPN, it's just awful. I fucking hate ordering TPN. <laughs> it's terrible. And for a neonate, it's like, you have to be very specific because their levels can come back. Like, anyways. Yeah. I, I can go on for that tangent on just on TPN. Yeah. But um, yeah. So Julie, like, how was your experience? Because you definitely went through this first. So what was your first, <sighs> first, first, first breastfeeding? <laughs> so first time. Because so, I remember when <clears throat> Yeah. Oh, and I think you remember this story because I told you this story like right after. You're like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> why? Okay. So, gay birth. That was its, that's its own story, but that's not the topic of today. And immediately, hey, do you want to breastfeed? Yeah, sure. Okay. So, went ahead and tried the latching. That? Like, from when baby was born? So, they take wow. them to the light, you know, yeah, to, yeah, to the little bed. Exactly, to the little bed, do the initial investigations and yeah. all that stuff and whatever. And then, right after that, wrap them up. Yeah. And, and then bring them on. Bring yeah. them on. So then the nurse, I had the best team of nurses. Like, they they were fantastic, honestly. Yeah. So then they came up to me with baby, and they're like, oh, do you want to breastfeed? Yeah, sure. You okay, here. birth. You don't have to say the hospital, but. Yeah, yeah. You gave birth in one of the Baptist hospitals? Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, first, I can't remember because I wasn't here when you gave birth. That's right. I was in, I, was, I think I was still in medical school. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so, oh yeah, that's right. I totally forgot that you weren't here. I mean, that that first year of birth yeah. was just like. A blur. It's a blur. But yeah. anyway. I so, saw pictures of Emmer when I first saw him. Anyways. Anyway. Okay. Yeah, you were down here for break or something. Yeah. So. He was still jaundiced. I know. Yeah. I know. But yeah, because that, that happened to him. He was jaundiced. So yeah. I had to go out in the morning and put him with a little sun, sun yeah. and all that. And he got over it. Just yeah. like, but anyway. So put him in, in boob. And then since it's the first time, I mean, I just met this baby. This baby just came out with me. So it's already like, for those of you, if, you know, that are men um, or obviously women that haven't had kids or anything like that. It's a very strange feeling of all of a sudden because like logically in your mind you know that you're you know making a baby inside you're pregnant and all that you know that this is going to happen and all you're completely aware of the whole situation yeah. but when that baby comes out it hits you at least it hit me like a ton of bricks of oh my god <laughs> there's a full ass baby yeah. that came out of me there's a person like i created that person in my belly yeah. that is over there right now isn't in that it, table isn't it crazy it's 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 insane. I cannot put it in enough words. It's like, I, I can't describe it well as better than this. So anyway, 
So all of that, all of that is going through your mind. Yeah. You're assimilating all of this. All of these things are going through your mind. And mind you, this is not, we're not trying to say like, oh my God, it was the best feeling. It's not, it's not like good or bad. It's just like in the moment you're no, like, it's holy just, shit. Like this it, is a human. You're just like trying to yeah. take it in. You're yeah. trying to have your, your mind like assimilate what's mm -hmm. really happening right yeah. now. So put baby on me. And then I'm like, okay, I know that I, let's just do it she helped me the nurse helped me we did the whole thing and then fine he started suckling a bit for a while and i'm just she will come around every now and then and like oh are you done or do you want and i'm like no no i'm, I'm fine and she's like yeah just let it be like however long he wants to be there yeah. you could go ahead and put the other breasts however whatever you guys want i'm like okay yeah that's fine go ahead then family members started coming in oh yeah okay i remember the story and i was like hi this is me like maybe with an my, hour with my boob out yeah maybe an hour postpartum mm. me baby an hour like maybe yeah like maybe it was I, wow. I, he was still in my boob oh no so then and i'm like yeah here's baby here's me and here's my boob hi yeah and then you didn't even have time to really like i'm still trying to figure it out yeah process everything i'm still trying to figure it out yeah, yeah. And then I had I had done like the deal with Mario of Mario had even it, we had agreed that if things became too much in the room and whatever and I needed people to just get the hell out like I'd give him like the look or something or I'd tell him something and he'd deal with it. Yeah. And so it did very yeah. quickly. Yeah. <laughs> and I just I, I don't even remember if it was something I said or something that I how I looked at him and he was like, OK, everybody get out. <laughs> like, everybody out. That's it. Thank you for coming. Bye. We'll call you guys when we're at home and ready to see you all. Go. Yeah. So he did. He did God's work in leaving me alone with my mom and my mother-in-law. But I have a very good relationship with my mother-in-law. She was even there during the birth. Yes. And that was my choice. But I again, I do have a very I think good relationship special. with her. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, and then from there on, on out, it, the breastfeeding kept on happening. And at home, oh, my God, the the morning of when the nurses are like, okay, so here you're ready to go and this and that. And I'm like, can somebody come with me? <laughs> How are you? How are you just sending me out to the world with this, with this baby? I don't Guys, know. funny, funny story. I don't story. know what I'm doing. <laughs> I ended up finding out when I went to go see Julie <gasps> that she was like, oh, I think I fractured his skull. Remember when you felt the, the posterior fontanelle and you're like, I broke it. <laughs> I barely remember that. I'm... <laughs> and I was like... I know Mario was like, no, Jules, it's supposed to be there. Because <laughs> there was one moment, I think I was trying to breastfeed him in a different position. And then my hand was holding holding his, his, head. his head in a different way. And all of a sudden, I felt it. And I'm like, oh, my God. Panic. Panic. Oh, sheer panic. And what is this? Did I do this? Like... <laughs> yeah. Mario was a doctor. Thank God. Well, he was he was applying to residency. It was he got he actually got into residency that within a couple of months after that. Yeah, in that yeah. March after. So yeah, which he, by the know. way, Mario was supposed to take one of his exams. That's on right. That day he was supposed to take step three. Yes. On the day that I birthed my son, and he had to listen. He practically needed the blood of a fucking virgin. Okay, to submit to the people, to this organization. Yeah. To prove of why he couldn't make it to the exam. That's crazy. It's crazy. Even my ob yeah. she was like, whatever you need from me, like, fine. He had to ask her for a letter and everything. And he's he was on the phone with them less than 
just hours later of me giving birth in our birthing room mario couldn't even enjoy he couldn't he was on the phone with them oh my god yeah try to tell them hey do you want me to send you right now a selfie of me and with my newborn kid and my wife postpartum is that what you want it was ridiculous but whatever he was finally able to do it after pretty much sacrificing a lamb mm -hmm. and and yeah but he was supposed to take the step three but everything worked out he took out he took his step three another time it, it, he did great whatever and all that stuff but fast forward he is five now he's five my son's five now crazy crazy how that was five years ago already like i just yeah it's bonkers so the first time that nora breastfed for me yeah okay I was, so this was during COVID. I gave birth during COVID. Yeah. I was able to give birth at one of the Jackson hospitals and everything was great. I, I loved my team of nurses too. Yeah. And, but when I first, first of all, that moment where I was literally about to push her out, I don't know if they saw my oxygen go down or mm. something. And honestly, you're in this like state where I remember my, my ob gyne coming into the room and i was so exhausted yeah from the night and maybe we can do an episode on like labor yeah because yeah. today is more breastfeeding yeah but i remember my ob gyne being like hey you're ready to push and i literally wanted to cry yeah those are still to this day probably one of the most beautiful words i've ever heard in my life yeah is when your ob gyne tells you that you're ready to push yeah and I did not push because I've seen a lot of births. I've seen a lot of labors. And mm -hmm. usually one of the things that women do is it's very natural. Like yeah. you, you have this feeling of pushing. Yeah. So, but I knew that if I wasn't fully dilated and if I started pushing from before, I was going to be exhausted and I wouldn't, I wasn't going to be able to push when the time came. Mm -hmm. So I held all of that to the moment that he was like, you're ready. And I was like, let's fucking go. Yeah, yeah. And I pushed Nora out in three pushes. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I was, the, yeah, I did the same. And I remember he was like, do you know how to push? And I'm like, nope. And he's like, you're literally going to push if you're pooping. Yeah. And I'm like, let's go. Let's get this let's done. Let's get this done. Yeah. So I pushed her out in like three minutes. But in that interim, I don't know if they saw that I was in distress or I don't know. Because at that moment, I, you're not. I'm not a doctor. No, but you're barely even human I'm at that point. Barely even human at that point. Yeah, you're just like there's so much happening. They put oxygen. I had them. I had, there were so many people in the room, mm. even though it was COVID, and it was just me and my mom. Oh my god! And I was like, so many people in the room, and when I finally give birth to her, they literally throw her on my, on my chest, and I have like still a mental picture of looking down. And I had to rip the mask, the oxygen mask off of me. Yeah. Because I, I couldn't even see her. Oh, my God. Because I God. had, like, so much. Yeah, and they, yeah. Like, and I just have this visual of Nora, like, screaming. Yeah. They, whatever. They take her away and they bring her back to me. And I noticed that it was, like, already, like, almost an hour. And I'm like, hey, I really want to breastfeed. Yeah. And they're like, oh, well, let me get the lactation consultant. And then I'm like, get whatever, whoever you yeah. want. But give her to me. Yeah. Because I want to breastfeed. And then they're like... Oh, okay, let's help you and all these things. I'm like, just give me the damn baby. <laughs> so, they the nurse latched her on, and just in like just in time, the lactation consultant came in, and I was so grateful that she was there. She was fantastic. I don't remember her name, but she was amazing. Mm -hmm. And she latched her on, and Nora had the most perfect latch at the beginning. <laughs> I was like, wow, like you're truly a natural. Yeah. yeah. 
and that's it that's it that's that was it. my only yeah good breastfeeding session that i remember at least i can say my first time yeah first first time was like amazingly memorable right but that is it because i ended up getting like a post-spinal headache oh shite oh my god it was awful it was terrible Oof. terrible terrible um Oof. and then after that it was just so painful because she didn't really have a good latch yeah same here oh my god my mom this is one of the things that we can talk about how like older parents are like oh they're so hungry they oh my god oh my god you already have enough pressure mm-hmm. on you and enough on your shoulders and you're freaking out and already too many too many doubts in your mind yeah to then have a cuban mother yeah on you all the time that the child is still hungry no matter how long the child has been feeding yeah child's still hungry yeah and so to the day and just like breastfeeding terms like babies that are formula fed tend to hold out for a little bit longer (laughs) they don't get tend to not always i'm not saying that everyone is the same yeah yeah but they tend to hold out a little bit longer and then babies that are breastfed usually feed more frequently Because it's smaller amounts, but more frequently. So there's like breastfeeding moms that literally feed sometimes 18 to 20 times a day. Because it's on demand. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, and a lot of us like that are trained are used to saying, hey, yeah, you should be breastfeeding every like two to three hours. But truly, that is not how it works. Yeah. It is on demand. So if your baby cries because they are hungry after 30 minutes, you put them on the boob. It's a lot of work. Yeah. It's a full-time job. Yeah. Honestly, breastfeeding is a full-time job. I don't care what anybody says, but it is. If... If you decide to do fully breastfeed, like bre- breastfeeding, like nursing. straight to the yeah. nursing, nursing, straight yeah. to the tit, mm-hmm. it's a full time job. It is, you know. And I tried, and I tried to get them like on these like stupid schedules of like the two to three hours and all that. Dude, you know me. Yeah. You know that I'm type A. Yeah. <laughs> so imagine me breastfeeding. Yeah. How the fuck was that gonna work? It wasn't, you know. And then I'm so type A that my changing pad mm-hmm. was a scale too. Oh my God, Julia. It was the hatch scale. Do you remember it? Yeah, yeah, the hatch, yeah. The hatch scale. It's awesome. Like, it's great. But don't recommend for people like me with anxiety. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> every time I would weigh him before and then I would weigh him after. So I could know how much you gave how him. How much I gave him. Yeah. Insane. So I'm for insane. those of you that don't know, you I'm can insane. weigh a baby. And then that change in grams, you can convert that into ounces to see, like, how much. Because the conversion is the same. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I did the damn thing. Oh yeah. Because I... Anxiety. Anxiety personified. That is me. Yeah. And postpartum, with everything going on, with your hormones going yeah. on and everything. I totally get that. You know, my anxiety was even worse than it normally is. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was a bad combination. <laughs> but I was determined and I wanted to do it. And then... I'm talking about the hormones, those same hormones, like you need them for breastfeeding. Yeah. You know, so it's just, it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. I remember, you know, it, it, and you're supposed to guide yourself because, um, so just a little bit of medical knowledge. Yeah. You really start developing your colostrum way earlier on in pregnancy. So it's not like the colostrum just develops like the day that you give birth. I have that written. Yeah. yeah it's somewhere down here. Cause I was, I didn't know that. I thought yeah. it happened like on the day that you're labor like yeah. you're in labor type no, of thing so you're building that colostrum huh. uh, for weeks before that's really cool like very like various weeks before and there's actually uh women that harvest quote unquote their colostrum yes and i did not know I did about see that. that i did see until that. later like after same so i was like wow yeah. so they have these there's women that have syringes full 
That's ex- of colostrum. I am thinking of a mental image right now, and I'll post a photo on it because I that mental image I need to see it now because yeah. it's exactly what you're saying, like yeah. syringes and colostrum. Yeah. It doesn't look like normal milk. No, it's in like, no way. It looks like a yellow thick fluid. Exactly. And did you know that not humans, but obviously, uh-huh. but like for horses and other animals like that, they harvest colostrum and they sell it for a pretty damn fucking penny. No way. Yep. Yeah, like for these like thoroughbreds and stuff like that. Crazy. They sell it for like thousands of dollars, colostrum. That's how important it it is and all that stuff. Wow. Crazy. But anyway, I'm talking about colostrum. Yeah. So, yeah. So baby has colostrum. So a lot of women are like, no, like I don't have any milk. And it's like, you do, but it's like colostrum and it's not. It's like way more bang for your buck. So it's a small amount, but it's extremely good for the baby. It has antibodies. It has all these types of really good heavy nutrition, heavy nutrition that the baby uh, should be getting. And that's why they called it liquid gold. But it's not until after, like maybe three to five days after Mm -hmm. that. Oops, I just hit my microphone. Sorry, guys. (laughs) That you recover and Mm -hmm. then your body goes into the state of recovery. And then you're able to like really drop your milk production. And when I say drop like the milk is like in the in your breast like in your milk glands and then it's able to be released to actually have a letdown mm-hmm. so um i with nora i had plenty of cholesterol oh my god but every single time that lactation specialist i don't know if they did the same thing for you <laughs> but every time that lactation consultant would have me manually express the colostrum no Oh my God! She would walk into the room, and I was like, "Aquí viene esta vieja, alarme la no. teta." Like, no. No, oh my I God, know. it was so painful. She would grab my boob and like literally milk out the colostrum, <sighs> and I was already sore from breastfeeding, of course, and of course. pumping because I started pumping right from the get go. Oh my God! And I was like, every time she would come, she's like, "Hi," and I was like. Oh. I was like, here comes pain. No, thank God, no. Thank and then God, Nora no. didn't pee. So, you know, they're supposed to pee within the first 24 hours. Yeah, I remember She that. did not pee. And I was just breastfeeding. And mm. I was like... <laughs> so they're thinking she needs more, more like... More, exactly. And, yeah. I, and I was fine. I was like, oh, okay. Where the, where's the damn formula? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. where is it? Yeah, yeah. You're at this point, like, at okay, At this point, fine. I'm like, let's just... I just want to... I just want to have her pee. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? The rest yeah. we can deal with later. Exactly. But I just want to have her pee. And man, they they gave me so much trouble until a nurse finally came at the end. And I was like, listen, it was a nighttime Jeez. nurse. I yeah. was like, listen, <laughs> it's been 24 hours. Oh, God. My baby has not peed. Yeah. I'm a pediatrician. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, she needs to pee. Uh huh. It is my choice. I want the damn formula. Exactly. And the nurse, I don't know if she was so scared. And she was like, of course, it's your choice. I'll bring it right away. It's probably that. Yeah. She was probably, oh, snap. This is going to yeah. be a complaint. Because <laughs> before the neonatologist came, also Nora was something called Coombs Positive. So she, there was like a, well, we kind of talked about it in the uh-huh. blood transfusion episode that okay. we're born with a different blood type. Oh, we yes. We have this mixing and it kind of like hemolyzes what we say, which yeah. is like blows up and the bilirubin can go up mm-hmm. so in order to get rid of the bilirubin sometimes these kids have to be supplemented so the bilirubin doesn't go up so high okay. okay so 
And so I like, I had the coons, I had the not peeing at 24 hours. I was like, this girl's belly is gonna shoot up into the air. The neonatologist came down and I was like, dude, Dying, can we yeah. just have some formula? And she was like, no, you'll be fine. She'll pee, this and that. Dude, do you know what it is? To have a neonatologist come down and tell me She's not gonna give me I didn't advice. expect I that. I, I thought she was gonna tell you, yeah, of course, let's just do it. Yeah, like I was like, aren't you busy? What are you doing yeah. here talking to me about formula? Another physician, a pediatrician, that's, by the way. That's... Maybe I was a radiologist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that I didn't know anything about. Oh, that's freaking. I do this all the time. That's freaking bonkers, man. I yeah. didn't know that. Damn. Jesus. Whatever. So when you went home, you were like on a schedule? Yeah, because again, anxiety and type A of it all. Horrible, horrible. The 10 out of 10 do not recommend. I should have been more like, yeah, feed on demand or whatever. Because he, looking back on it now, that's the type of baby he was. He probably would have wanted to just be on my boob every hour, which is insane. And that's something that maybe it's, that's the thing. Like if it wasn't painful, if he had a better latch and all those things, then maybe sure, whatever. But since it was such a process, for me to breastfeed him, I had to put the nipple guard on and the whole thing and, and a lot. I just had to do a lot. And and you're not excited. I'm not. I remember it would be like time for Nora to feed. And I was like, I had to mentally prep myself for the pain and that I was going to hate it. And I honestly, it came to a point where I was like, no, I have to stop because I I started to hate breastfeeding. That's it. That's it. And, and a lot of people don't warn you on the psychological effects of of all of this about having problems with breastfeeding and all that they just and i get it encouraging breastfeeding is important breastfeeding is very good for you and the baby all those things that's great and we're going to talk about the benefits of it but still if you're seeing that the mom is having a negative impact on her mental health because of breastfeeding that kind of outweighs the benefits in my In my opinion, in my opinion, because it's like you do, it's going to affect the bonding. It's going to, her mental health is very paramount postpartum because there's so much going on already as it is that you need, you need to be in a good mental state, you know? And if it's not, if it's not helping you get, be in that good mental state, then formula might be the best way or supplement, supplement. You could do a little bit of both, which is what I ended up doing and it saved my life. You know, once I included formula with my breast milk, game changer. Yeah game changer like yeah amazing and and mr had like a lot of reflux too and all of that oh my god it was it was not easy for you it was not probably that's why one of the many reasons of why he's only an only child (laughs) (laughs) that first year i swear to god what is still a blur there's bits and pieces of it that i remember but i don't even remember that much because he was such a difficult baby to just feed overall not even breastfeed feed overall yeah. it's just he was a very finicky baby yeah. hard and i remember all the times that you would visit us from tampa or whatever and remember that time that you came over to the apartment we were still living in the apartment yeah and you saw me like struggle breastfeeding him I and i was like if i didn't cry i was on the verge of crying right yeah and you're there like trying to comfort me you're fine he's fine look at him he's fat yeah. and i'm like no he's gonna waste away and i'm like and evie was like Julie, open your eyes. 
he looks healthy. <laughs> I felt like, so bad. I was I was beyond myself, dude. I was beyond myself. Yeah, that is probably why he's an only child right now. But the thing is that that's like the thing. It's like you you lose so much sleep just with breastfeeding. Holy cow, that's the other thing. Yeah, you lose I so had much sleep. So, so when little someone, sleep. So so when someone comes, I'm not saying me, but yeah, I've had like other people in clinic come in. It's like oh, you know, like my family is just telling me to just give them formula, and I've worked so hard in breastfeeding. I'm like oh my god. Like, if, if someone's, like, successfully breastfeeding and then someone just comes and gives the baby, like, a bottle <laughs> and just, like, shits on all your hard work. Yeah. I'd take offense. I yeah, I would I would take offense. <laughs> That'd be like if someone was, like, telling me to fuck off. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I 100% agree. But going back on colostrum, since I do have a little bit of notes on it, like, yeah. I have here that colostrum is the earliest breast milk produced, like you had said, and... As you just said, beginning mid-pregnancy, about 12 to 18 weeks into pregnancy, and it's continually produced. Yeah. And it's called liquid gold, and it's that yellowish color. It doesn't yeah. look like regular milk. Your immune system decreases a lot of, like, infection risk at, at the, like, when the baby's a little bit older. Yep. And uh, like you said, the immune system. So you get, well, baby gets like your antibodies yeah. and white blood cells, all that stuff for the immune yeah. system. And then it's also a tough coating on the baby's stomach and yes. intestines. Yes. Which is part of the immune system mm-hmm, mm-hmm. part. And then acts as a laxative to help your baby pass the meconium. So what's meconium? Meconium is the first poop. So it's that okay. really dark, oh. sticky, black yeah. poop that's so hard to get off. It's like the first ones. Okay. So since it's so sticky, that kind of helps with okay. it to get expelled. Yeah. And then the colostrum also helps with jaundice, which is one of the main reasons why I was into like the whole breastfeeding thing in the beginning because my baby was jaundiced. Yeah. They told me, oh, keep breastfeeding him and now will get better. And it did eventually. I think maybe a week or two later. Yeah. So the more you breastfeed, uh, it's not just breastfeeding, but like yeah. feeding in general. The way that jaundice is eliminated is through the urine and through the stool, which mm. is the poop. So basically, the more you feed, the more they have that oral colic reflex, the more they poop, the more they pee and all of that. So it's basically like improving the jaundice. Right. Okay. And then saying how much of it, like we were talking about in the beginning, babies have tiny, tiny, tiny stomachs. Yeah, like a marble. Exactly. The size of a marble. Tiny stomachs. So So when my mom was telling me, ay, la niña, la niña, mira, se va a tomar tres, cuatro onzas, súbele las onzas, ella quiere más, mira, y ve, está, tiene hambre, se quedó con hambre. And this and that, my baby was like two weeks old, drinking four ounces of milk. And here I am like pumping, trying to keep up with the demand. Same. And all these, it was. I even took like supplements to increase my demand. I never ended up taking the supplements. I did everything. Not because of anything. I ordered them. Yeah, yeah. And they're expensive as well. Super fucking expensive. Yeah. So it was like my mom constantly pressuring me of the baby's not eating enough, the baby's not eating enough. And I don't know if MR has... Copy and paste over here. My mom was the same. Oh, our moms are the same person. The same. Yeah. Exactly the same. Our moms are the same person. So... The anxiety and all that. Did did you have the anxiety also about the tongue tie? Mm -hmm. Did you ever get it corrected? Mm -hmm. I got Nora's corrected. And can you... I can just say... And I'm not saying... This is everyone's same situation. Uh-huh. But it's one of the biggest things that I regret for Nora. Really? Yes. Because I didn't do it. I was up to doing it. Because I'm like, if it helps with his latch, which yep. means that it yep. helps with his feeding, which means he'll feed more, which means all these domino effects. I was like, okay, I'm down. Let's do it. Yeah. But then at the end, when I was really considering on doing it, that I had even spoken to her pediatrician about it. And she was a little, eh, 
mind that really whatever so then i brought it up to mario and i'm like mario what do you think and he's like no yeah and i'm like why he's like no not necessary for that we go to formula and mario was like from day one this is too hard yeah fuck it yeah like sincerely fuck it and i it was me it was me the whole time the whole time no 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 again the determination thing and the whole like when something gets in my brain i go zero to a hundred yep so that was me breastfeeding yep. zero to a fucking hundred. And I was like, absolutely fucking not. But then I, I, I didn't do it. I think I still have a tongue tie. No, girl, you're fine. Uh-huh. No, but it's normal. Oh, okay. uh, tongue ties like at way like at the front. Like in the front. In the front. Yeah. Yeah. I want to, I need to check his tongue now. You don't even have a frenulum. I think I have a frenulum. What's a frenulum? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You don't have one. Like, <laughs> really? Yeah. Well, I thought I had one. Sure. Oh, yeah, Sorry. no. You don't have one. Okay, we're posting that, too. <laughs> oh, so the little white thing in this the middle. This thing, right here. This thing. That, okay. Ah, so I could have sworn that I had one. Yeah, but, like, babies that have... Um, Jesus, I don't even know my own tongue. Babies that have tongue tie, it's, like... <laughs> yeah, all the way at, in the front. Like, all the way in the front. Mm-hmm. So, Nora had a tongue tie. It, But, okay. The thing about the tongue tie. <laughs> Let's start from the beginning. The tongue tie is very it does affect latch to some degree Mm -hmm. okay and a lot of lactation consultants will talk about the tongue tie yes i know okay however i think the the thing that it's like this constant battle and i know that people out there will understand what i'm saying Mm -hmm. because it's like when you say your pediatrician was like "Uh, maybe not she really was like she was like my pediatrician i'm a pediatrician yeah okay and i was so lost in the world of latch and tongue tie that i was like maybe she really does need this you know what i mean exactly you said it perfectly lost in the world of it because when you start like Oh my God, how can I make this better for my child? You're not thinking. You're just like, I just want to do what's best for my baby. Uh Uh-huh. And then, so I even told my pediatrician, my pediatrician, he, and he's an old pediatrician. Like he was my pediatrician. So he was like, absolutely not. He's like, I don't even need to see you. I'm like, it's. Oh, really? Yeah. He's like, I've never seen a tongue tie. So then, wait, so then who did it for her? No, no. So then I did it with her dentist. Oh. Her dentist did it. Okay, okay, okay. So I was like, you know what? And let me tell you, I think that was wrong in a sense of my pediatrician to at least not check. Okay. You know? Yeah. It's like, at least give me the fucking peace of mind that you checked. Yeah. And so he didn't check. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to have someone else check. And I went to the dentist and I was a little bit more calm because I was pumping and still trying to latch and stuff like that. But she was fine. She was gaining weight and Mm -hmm. I wasn't, I didn't feel so pressured. And I asked the dentist and he was like, no, she does. She does have a tongue tie. And then he was like, if it were my baby, yeah, he was like, I would laser it off. And then I was like, yeah, I I feel like when a doctor tells you if it was his baby. Absolutely. Yeah. So I did it. But you know what? I regret it. Why? I regret it because it was like, I feel like when they tell you that it's just a laser and and I'm not saying that he didn't advise me. He did. He was like, I will laser this. However, if you do not do the exercises after the laser treatment, which is stretching her tongue and stretching that so it doesn't scar back down. Oh God, poor thing. Yes. He's if you don't do this, it will not work. It's like if I didn't do it and then I was like, no, I'm going to do it. Right. So he lasers it. Honestly, it, it took him longer to take Nora to the room yeah. than to bring her back. Yeah. She actually did have a better latch mm-hmm. from what I remember. She did have a better latch because he had me immediately latch her on. Damn. Yeah, like immediately. So he immediately latched her on. And then at home, 
her lips were so swollen from the laser Oof. and every t- i had to do those exercises four times a day oh no so with olive oh, no. oil i had to go and with my finger rub that so that it would keep stretching and stretching so that the tissue wouldn't scar back down i had to do that four times a day and every uh, she cried so much and i know that she was in pain she cried so much even when i gave her tylenol she cried so much yeah. that I started crying. And my parents are like, what's wrong? She's fine. And I was like, I'm like, I can't believe I did this to her. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. this was not necessary. And truly, this is just my opinion. I don't think it's necessary. And I did yeah. a lot of reading and stuff. And in my residency, we had a oral, like a maxillofacial surgeon that we would do a lot of rotations with. She was amazing. And she actually conducted a study on like how the incidence of basically how associated was a tongue tie with actual problems in breastfeeding. Yeah. And it really wasn't like a high association. Huh. Okay. Yeah. So. Um, I wonder how it even became a thing. A then, thing. You yeah. know. So don't get me wrong. There are kids that are like truly like really bad tongue tied. And, and. But maybe it's. It, maybe but they have trouble like gaining weight. And Maybe if it becomes like they that. They can't even grab you know? a bottle. They can't even grab a bottle. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, I, I do think that there's probably kids that need it. But right. to be honest. Like, but for the run of the mill. Like, yeah. And like the frenulum is such a thin tissue that it's going to stretch. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're right. Yeah. You, they just need to use it. Right. So yeah. there's no way that you can expect the frenulum to stretch in the first like week and a half, two weeks. Right. So for me. That's one of the things that I truly regret with Nora. It was doing that to her because I truly don't think that it was. It was after I did it. I was like, this was not necessary. necessary. But dude, like you're a first time mom. Yeah. There's so much going on. Mm -hmm. You're also a single mom. Yeah. Uh, Which we need to talk like that needs to be included in your in your experience, because that is a different experience. Yeah, it was being a single mom versus like, for instance, me that I have. I had my husband back then. My mom wasn't living with us yet. Yeah, Um, I had the help of my parents. Yeah, yeah. your parents invaluable. Like, of course, of course, without them, 100 percent. But like still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's still it's different. Your parents versus your significant other husband, whatever, whatever the situation is, just your partner. Without your partner, it's different. It's just a different experience. And it could be good, it could be bad, whatever. Yeah. But and, and for everyone out there, I don't regret it either. I I'm fine. Oh no. Like it was, no, no, a, you it was it. a good thing. No, no, you killed it. It like, was a good thing that Yeah, yeah. It it, it, it happened that's, that way. That's a personal thing. Yeah. We don't need to talk about that. But it's just everybody has their different life situations. Yeah. And right. your situation was different from mine because you were yeah. a single mom. You were you only got the help from your parents versus me. I got the help from my partner, my husband. Yeah. And and my parents. But my parents didn't live with me. I only lived with my husband. Mm-hmm. And I was lucky enough that he was in medical school. He was trained for this type of stuff. Very yeah. literate in this type of situation versus yeah. like anybody else. Like most people out there, they're also like in the same boat as a mom that they're like, uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how to help you here. Yeah. Type of thing. Yeah. So breastfeeding is a lot. Like the yeah. point of this episode is that breastfeeding is not just put on, put baby on boob and go. No. no. Not that at all. No, at all. <laughs> at all. It's at so all. complex. There's a lot to it. Do you want to go into some of the tools that you used for breastfeeding? Yes. So nipple shields, what are they since you used them? Okay. So for, if you're on Patreon, you'll see the the recorded episode of this and you'll see me touching my boob <laughs> so, 
<laughs> here it is anyway but what it and, and i'll of course i'll post it on on instagram and our socials photos of all the things that we talk about and whatnot but anyway so it's literally a shield yeah and it's shaped like your nipple so it, and you and you're supposed to like kind of like wet it a little bit yeah so it like sticks so on. it sticks onto your nipple it's like a silicone exactly it's a yeah. silicone like some of them are a little harder than others and it's a clear silicone type of thing and some of them are like half half moon shaped some of them are full yeah. like full circular and then it's shaped to your nipple and then and it comes in different sizes so yeah. you're supposed to measure or get a few of them and see like which one fits your that nipple best the hardest thing for me is was measuring was your nipples hard. it was hard i was like for me too. All, when they told because i did it for not for the nipple shield i did it for the br- br- breast pump yeah, you same. have to measure your pimp your, your nipples. And a lot of breast pumps come with different attachments different that attachments. you're supposed to. And I, yeah. you should have seen me trying to measure my nipple. I was like, wait, is that, uh, what am I doing? Like, oh, yeah. Oh, and yeah. There's like little like things that you can download online and print them. And it's like a, like a true to scale. Yep. I, I was so lost. There's a lot. I was, I felt like I was doing math. Yep. In my brain, I was like, wait, so is this? I don't have the mental capacity to deal with this right now. Exactly. (laughs) But anyway, so you grab it, you wet the surrounding like circular area of the nipple around the nipple part where your nipple would go in. And then you like flip it, flip it back. And then with that wetness, you put it on your nipple. Here's my boob. (laughs) (laughs) So you put it back and then that creates like kind of a suction. So then in the tip of the nipple, it has like maybe three or a few, depends on what brand you use or whatever, little holes. So then the breast milk could come out. So you need that suction so it stays as close as possible to your nipple. So then the milk could just stream out of it without causing too much gas because that's the last thing you freaking want. You don't want a newborn with gas. So you're trying to create the best suction possible. And that's why you got to measure it, make sure that it's as tight as possible around your nipple to create as little gas as possible so when they're thinking about this that, as like this is as i'm remembering breastfeeding and it's like this shit that i'm getting hot again yeah it's, it's a <laughs> shit you're so tired too you're so, yeah you're so, you're so exhausted and you're like get the nipple shield I know. wash the nipple shield put it on that's like, the other thing you got to sterilize that all the time because again it's breast milk okay there's a lot it's breast milk and saliva and everything happening you gotta clean everything sterilize everything there's so much work there's so much work so much work it's just it's i'm sorry but it's just it's not as easy as everybody no at all so okay so you use that what else did you use so did you ever try manually pumping yes well oh my god here we go (laughs) yo listen manually pumping is a science I did not know about the difference, you know, like when the baby first suckles, that's like the stem, and then when the milk drops, I don't, it's a letdown. I don't think I ever told you this story. Oh, wait, tell me. This is going to be good. I'm glad we're recording this <laughs> on video. So anyway, we went to a wedding, right? And I had just made the decision to stop breastfeeding and I was no longer giving him, giving my son breast milk anymore. I was already maybe... Under a week, let's say under a week. Yeah, I'm not he sure. Was older. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we breastfed for a long time. Yeah, because after that, after maybe three to four months of doing it like to the boob, yeah. I just transferred over to pumping. To pumping, and yeah. then I did that maybe for a month or so or whatever, and then just cut it. Yeah. We're talking about like that time that I just cut it. Yeah. Because then he was developing all this eczema and stuff. We yes, didn't know I what remember. was happening then he had from a milk it. Protein allergy. Yeah, and like. 
I mean, the pediatrician said it wasn't that because he wasn't having, he didn't have like blood in a store or other things like that. But maybe but eczema can be a sign of yeah. protein. So at the yeah. end of it, what she told me was like, listen, if you want to keep on breastfeeding, you're going to have to do an elimination diet. And I'm like, me, I'm a picky eater. Yeah. I mean, I almost threw But it's a, just milk. Right? I, I almost. Like dairy. Well, Did the one that she you? told me, well, I almost threw up on the last Patreon episode thinking about jackfruit. Okay. <laughs> exactly. So when she, so I'm a picky eater. Yeah. Like I got when you were talking about how to prepare that jackfruit. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, a hundred Patreons, you're going to see me doing it on video. Yeah, if we, go, if we reach, Patreon. if we reach a hundred and now I'm saying it out to the world with no paywall. So here it is anyway, and I'll do it. But anyway, so it's strict elimination. I gotta, I would have to eliminate all dairy, all like artificial diets, all soy. And if you start looking at soy, what things contain soy. Everything. Everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything contains soy. Why did she make you do that? Well, she's like, a true elimination diet is that. And when I looked it on, up online, it, she wasn't wrong. Like, yeah. you look up elimination yeah, like, diet for breastfeeding, it is intense. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't know. I'll think about it. She's like, listen, it's very strict. I don't recommend it. But if, if this is what you want to do, if you really want to continue breastfeeding, then this is it. You have to start like this and then slowly start reintroducing foods. I've never foods. recommended an elimination. Yeah. Diet. And then slowly reintroduce foods to figure out what's causing him the eczema. And I'm like, bro, like, okay, whatever. But I, in my zero to hundred mentality, I'm like, let me, let me do some research on this. Let me figure it out. I bring it up tomorrow that day when he comes back from work. I'm like, listen, this is going, he's like, nope, done. You're done. You're done. It ends here. We're done. No more breastfeeding. And I'm like, listen, I could do it. He's like, no. He's like, your anxiety is already through the roof. And on top of that, you're a picky eater. This is not going to happen. This is not going to happen. Oh, my God. And the sun's here. So and he was right. Like, I took a day or whatever to think about it. And then every time I would have to, like, put the little, like, eczema cream on his face and all that. I'm like, you know what? I'm done. Like, we're torturing the both of us for no good reason. Like, yeah. I'm over it. So going back to the story. It was during that time that I cut it and I didn't even give him any pumped breast milk or anything because I'm like, I don't know, you know, what I'm eating that's causing this. So done. But once you're done breastfeeding, it just doesn't stop. You yeah. have to, your body takes a, a little bit to I determine know. that you're no longer breastfeeding, breastfeeding so it can exactly. stop producing it. So I was in that week or whatever. Oh my God. And I'm still producing a lot because remember I was taking supplements and everything. Yeah. So I was producing a lot. And then by the time that we got to the wedding reception, I was in the bathroom and my tits were rock solid. And that is like the worst pain ever. It hurt so bad. So bad. I was like, holy shit. Like this hurts so bad. And I'm without a pump or anything at that point because I'm no longer like pumping for for him or anything Uh like that. And I'm like, I'm going to have to milk myself like a cow. I'm gonna yeah, have to, you do have this. to express yourself. I yeah. have to. I, I have to. It's either that or we immediately go home. And that wasn't going to happen because we were in BFE Homestead. Yeah. For those of you that don't live in Miami, Homestead's like far from like Maine, Miami. It's like yeah. south from us. It's farmland. And it's far from Miami, like minimum 45 minutes. Dude, horrible. So I'm like, there I went. I lifted up my dress. Thank God it was a short dress. And I started manually expressing myself onto the sink. 
on the sink on the sink oh, oh my the god oh my god were you like in a private bathroom yeah yeah yeah. thank god oh thank god oh thank god no 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 if they tell me to wash my hands i'd be like oh my god what did i just walk into <laughs> can you imagine the small talk just casually coming in to wash my hands to someone manually express me no dude no 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 thank Here god I am, like thank no god, we need no. to normalize breastfeeding <laughs> and i'm like, like i would not want to do that. and you're like Ma'am. <laughs> Madam. Ma'am. Madam. What are we doing here? What's happening? Oh my god. Do you need me to do you need me to call someone for you? Yeah, I know. <laughs> do you should I buy should I buy you a pump? Like <laughs> Oh my god. I was like like that. Yeah, and yeah. then I learned how to like you gotta grip it, like yeah, grip you your nipple. Grip the in actual a, nipple yeah. in a certain way. Not, not the tip, like the actual No, it's like the like back. The areola. Exactly. Yes. And you gotta like literally like a cow. You have to hold forward it's, and down. Yes, it's literally it's like a, a cow. whole fucking it's thing. Whole and there yeah. there I was. Oh my god. That was me. That was me. Like just manually expressing both both boobs because they were both like that. And it took me like a good amount of time because it's not always that you could just, you can't just, even if you've done it a million times, you can't just like, at least in my experience, you can't just grip it and go, no. No. It's just like, you got to grips, grips, grips. And that was me. And that was me. <laughs> in the bathroom. In the fucking bathroom. And then I felt bad. And no, I cleaned everything. Like I, you know, the water was running while I was doing that the whole time. And I was like aiming it to the, like to go straight down because I'm like, this is fucking horrible. Like, how am I doing this right now? And I'm like, they're like aiming to, oh, girl, the thoughts that went through my mind. Oh my God. The thoughts that went through my mind. I'm like, how is this, how is this real? How is this happening to me? But anyway, and then I, since it was like one of those private bathrooms, like I look under the, thank God there was like a little drawer underneath. Yeah. And they had Lysol and shit yeah, like that so or whatever. Yeah. So then after I was done and put myself away, like I started like spraying everything. And I'm like, I swear to God, like I'm cleaning too. Like I feel so bad. Like on a wedding. Yeah. And where's Mario? Mario's like, where's Julia? Yeah, he was. Well, that's what happened. After I even cleaned up after myself. Of course, I didn't make a mess. But still, I like I felt like yeah, I needed yeah. to sterilize. Yeah. <laughs> Mind you, nobody knew I was doing this in there. Of but course, still, but in my that. mind, I'm like let me not be a shit person can you imagine someone knocks on the bathroom door and they're like knock knock and you're like a breast i'm, I'm expressing myself Thank well they you. did because it took me forever so that i'm like oh busy <laughs> busy <laughs> like you don't want to see this oh my god go to the next one sorry oh my god so i came back and more was like hanging out with his friends or whatever and he's like what happened i'm like i had to milk myself like a cow and i just looked out blankly like I melt myself like a cow. Lord. That happens. Yeah. My God, Julie. It's one of our friends' wedding. You know it. You weren't there. You weren't. You were in Tampa then. But I won't mention her name because, I mean, she would probably... I don't even know what she'd do. I'll tell you off. Okay. Other. <laughs> Mostly her. Mostly her. Like, I, I don't... I don't even know. But anyways. So yeah, so colostrum. <laughs> oh no, not colostrum. Well, we're in our tools of pumping. Oh, the tools of pumping. Okay. Yeah. So, so okay, so you actually, when I said manually, like the manual pump, you actually like manually pumped yourself. I was talking about the one that you like squeezed. Oh, I had one of those too, but yeah. that one, it, it was better off me just. So I was, you know, I was yeah. like looking up the instruction, and they're like, okay, so mm -hmm. you know, if you want to manually pump the first minute until you start like dripping drops or 
yeah, like yeah. having drops of milk, you have to go fast because the baby sucks really fast at yeah. the beginning. So here I am, I'm like, <laughs> fast, 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 fast. And then I finally, okay, like I finally start seeing like drops of milk. And then they're like, you need to then slow down. Right. It's a whole rhythm right? thing. I'm like, yeah, it's a whole rhythm thing. It's, you need to slow no down when it starts like actually like, like, you know, it's more of a stream. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So then yeah. I'm over here, but and then I see a stream, and then but it's like it, it's like a pump, and so I'm like looking yeah. over my boob, and I'm like, is it streaming? Is it not? Yeah. And then I like go to slow, and then I don't see anything coming out, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Too much. Too much. It's too much. So then pumps have that too. They have the stimulation setting, right? And the, then they have the express mode, the electronic ones, the electronic ones. Yeah. yeah. Store by that. Yeah, okay. I swore by the electronic But one, let me so. tell you something. <laughs> I think a lot of my friends know me about, like, this part of me. I cannot. I, I don't. I consider myself somewhat of a feminist, but this is not anything to do with, like, feminism. But uh-huh. maybe a little bit. Okay. <laughs> but I cannot believe that in this world where we are sending people to the bottom of the freaking Titanic to go see, okay? We are sending people to the moon. Yep. All right. Yeah. How it is possible that electric pumps that are not cord. Yep. You're not attached to a pump as in you are sitting down pumping. I don't know how it is not available for every woman, women, women out there, every woman. Yep. Agreed. Okay. 100%. So not just have the in-broad pumps. It makes no sense. I'm like, do you know what it is to sit every two to three hours to pump with a with massive a machine. Massive machine. It's, like, it's not. I, mean, I don't want to say it's like massive. I think it's like pretty. No, no, but it's but it's like the size of this bottles. It's the special shirt you need to wear. Like it's the size of this thing right here, and I'm hold, yeah. and I'm holding our microphones like yeah. cover, yeah. and it's like the size of let's say uh yeah. and then some, what is this? Some women are like, like six oh, yeah, by six. Know, like there's one that's like battery powered, but you're still connected to a tube. Yeah, and I'm like, what are you doing? And like, the ones that are connected to the wall, like the Spectra tube, yeah. which is the one that I had yes. it's electronically connected to the wall and then you go have the the tubing yes. to you know the air tubing the to, air tubing, exactly. to expel the milk yes. on that and then that is attached to like these bottles to the flange to the, and flange. the flange the flange is, is attached, attached to the, the bottle, bottle. it ah. it makes no sense and you one wrong move and all your hard work spills out gone gone because gone. that's the other thing and i'll you, cry yeah. When they say don't cry over spilled, spilled you milk. cry over spilled, spilled breast milk. milk, and I did. Yeah. I lost a whole eight ounces one day. Oh my god, I just got stabbed in the heart with that. I have goosebumps thinking about that day. <laughs> that was a dark day. Oh that was a very a moment of silence for the spilled eight ounces of milk. That was a very dark day for me. But anyway, um, yeah, no, and, and then I got back then like one of the first ones. I think Evie had the lv lv yeah EV. that's the one that i had okay yeah. but i had the willow yeah yeah yeah. so it's either willow or lv that's and then it there's a uh, mom cozy or something like but that but it's that's fucking bullshit that yeah. the insurance we'll covers the spectra 2 and all the big fucking ginormous yep. ones of course yeah but then the ones that are more practical yeah. that you could actually you, have a life yeah with, you literally just put it in your bra in your bra yes you look like you have these it doesn't matter though you're not connected to anything and with a widow you can there's like their well their whole entire commercial is like a lady doing yoga you could do whatever and it's just a yep that's exactly what it sounds like actually girl 
I know. I have the LV. With the LV, I don't think you can tip over so much because it'll leak. So the LV is not leak proof. But I had a great ex- There was never like really a time where I was like bent over. But yeah. it was like nice to just be able to stand up, go wash my hands, fold some clothes, sit down, carry Nora when I had to put something. Do some know? dishes, sterilize some bottles. Exactly. Dude, the million things you have to do. When you're a mom. When you're a mom, yeah. So it's like how and do you... breastfeeding. And a breastfeeding And I was a slave to that pump. Me too? Me well, too? Let me tell I you, agree. I used... If there was anything... Well, I, I usually tell this to people when they're like, oh, I'm pumping. And I'm like, I talk to them about what kind of pump they're using. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, do you recommend the wireless pumps? Mm-hmm. And the only thing I will say is that sometimes the wireless pumps don't have enough custom, like enough ability to customize your breast expression okay so with the spectra you can actually program yeah like two minutes of this yeah, three yeah. minutes of that i Usually, did love my spectra too but i yeah. wish it was wireless yeah exactly so you with the yeah. lv and the willow they have like already they set did. settings yeah a good setting and it was even like through the phone yeah, like yeah, bluetooth yeah. The phone type of thing and it measures eh, it wasn't yeah. so accurate but sometimes it measures yeah. your ounces and stuff yep but whatever yep. point is yep. is that oh um, we had to pay for that out of pocket which I is had fucking to, bullshit. My insurance. I don't know if it's different now. Hopefully it is. My, my insurance. Well, I know some people that their insurance is covering it completely. Either Willow or, or so Albie. So I'm really amazing. happy. They should. But for me, amazing. they only covered for half me, of it. Zip. Zip? Five wow. years ago, nothing. It was either the Modella one or Modella, whatever. Yeah, Modella is the or the different. Spectra. Yeah. I had only to pick between those two. And I the picked, two of them were the typical wall ones. I wanted one of the ones that was like the wall because a lot of people said that and they were so good. It did. In comparison to the Willow, again, this was five years ago. So those those breast pumps, I know all of them have changed and they've gotten better like from five years ago because I've seen it like online and whatever. And But back then, five years ago, the Spectra 2 pumped the shit out of my tits like i got a much better output Output, through there but the willow gave me freedom freedom you know so honestly it's so it's just like like, how i ended up doing it like the schedule that i ended up doing was right in the morning when i would wake up which was my highest output i would use the spectra 2 to get as much out as possible from that higher output then during the day, I would use a willow because it's just during the day. Yeah. And then at night, I would give myself a good amount of hours before yeah. I put him to bed and whatever. And then I would do this, the spectra, the wall one all yeah. over again to like give me. And then in the middle of the night, again, with the spectra too, because that's another thing. Even if you're pumping, you got to wake up in the middle of the night. You can't yeah. have a solid eight hour sleep. And uh, that's not going to happen with a newborn, hormone, but still. And because of the hormones, yeah. you actually have your best output in the middle of the night. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. So that like 2 a.m. pump sesh, yeah, I would get oh a yeah, lot same out same a lot same. I think that eight ounces happened then because I was like more asleep than awake. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, and like so, a lot of waking things. up to pump. Oh man, waking up to just, just anything pumping. Every time I had to see that pump, I was like, here we go. Yeah, again. And then I would look. I would think to myself, I'm like, it's only. It made me it's feel only like three months. I'm like, I have a long time. It made me feel like a certain way too. Not a good thing. Not yeah. in a good way. It just made me feel like yeah, you're just being used. Yeah, like yeah. I'm a like like a cow. Yeah, you're just a cow. Like I'm just like I don't know. It was just it wasn't great. It, it wasn't great. Yeah. But yeah. So <clears throat> the other thing that I had to touch upon before we close out the episode is about how milk, breast milk, kind of tends to change. And and then like how it changes 
to help with if your baby gets sick or you get sick, like yeah. how it changes to that too. So you got yeah. a lot of knowledge with that. Oh Mostly God. being a pediatrician. No, well, now that you just said that, yeah. it like helps when you're sick and stuff. But yeah. like, there's a lot, like breast milk is considered to be anti-inflammatory, mm-hmm. antibacterial, antifungal, all these there's things. There's a lot of crazy shit out there using breast milk. Yo, there's some people that would come into clinic and they were like, oh, the baby's eye was having some like secretions and I put some breast milk in the eyeball. And I was, when I was a resident, I was like, what the f- Jesus Christ. Yeah. That doesn't sound like a good and idea. Then, like, I don't care. What, I, I don't would, care like, how special it is. That, like, like, they're like, oh, they're concerned about an ear infection and they would put breast milk in the ear. Yes. And then I It just actually, sounds unsanitary. So actually, Nora had like really bad neonatal acne. Uh-huh. Like really, 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 really bad. And there were people that were like, you should put breast milk on it. And I was like, fuck it. I'm why not? Do it. Yeah, and why I not? was like, yeah, it's not a steroid because the other option was to be like a little bit of a steroid, but it's not necessary. Neonatal acne is going to go away on its own. So I put like a little cotton ball with my breast milk. Bro, can you believe that the next day that shit was gone? Nice. I was nice. Like, blown away. But again, like I'm not saying I don't recommend that. No. Okay. I do not recommend things that aren't have like research backed up. This was like my mini research. But there is some research out there about how special breast yeah, milk breast is milk, and yeah. how, and people are studying it and like how it could help or how it could be used in different yeah. things. Well, you know? so I know, cool, you I know? know a lot more people than you think that did the whole entire, well, not wet nursing per se. Do you know mm-hmm. like wet nursing? Like somebody else. Yeah. yeah. So, somebody else feeding your baby. Someone like nursing your baby. Your baby. So I know a lot of people that weren't able to get the COVID vaccine and Ooh, some others okay. that were okay or that had covid so they had antibodies yeah so they would feed the other person's breast milk to their kids i did hear about that yeah and so it's then- actually extremely common yeah people don't say it because obviously it's not something that like i feel people are like oh i'm not gonna tell anyone you know? yeah but when you actually dive into that world there's a lot of people and i had actually here in my notes about how because some people are like, no, some somebody else shouldn't breastfeed your baby for you, which is true. Like, well, no, because there's a lot of a lot of diseases. I do not recommend that you're feeding from someone else. Yeah, no. Now, if you trust that person fully, yeah, that's your decision. That is your decision. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But if someone were to ask me, like, hey, do you recommend I take someone else's breast milk? I'm gonna be like, nope. Yeah, I have here, for instance. Because human breast milk has been implicated in transmitting HIV from mother to infant, that's a precaution you got to take. And it's true. So if you do do that route, I'm, you know, make sure it's somebody that you know, somebody that's completely vetted and all that stuff. And that's your choice completely. And I know that, and I know it's hard. And we're, that's all we've been talking about this whole episode of how hard breastfeeding is. And there are banks out there, but these banks like test the milk for all these things. So it's different, but you know, just, at the end of it, Fed is best. Yeah, Fed is best. So, a hundred percent. I know there's gonna know. be a lot of people out there that are gonna be like, breast is best. I mean, it's just hard because, like, even here, I think it- if everyone had the option to easily breastfeed, yeah. yeah, okay, or easily express milk, I think anyone would make that decision to be like, okay, I'm gonna breastfeed. But I think we also need to accept the fact that not everyone's breastfeeding journey is the same. Some are shorter, some are longer, some are more uh, anxious, some are less anxious, some are more natural, some are more unnatural. Yeah. Unfortunately, there are some that cannot breastfeed at all. At all, yeah. And that could be from mom or that could be from baby. There's babies that cannot breastfeed physically, like anatomy, and they have to 
have get you know, the feeding tubes and stuff like that. Exactly. So I always say like breast uh, feeding, feeding your baby comes in many different types of pictures and you do what you think is best for your baby. Absolutely. Period. And the other side of the coin too is what's best for your baby also coincides and correlates with, with what's best for you. Yeah. yeah. You and your baby, especially in the first year of birth, you guys are together. Yep. There's a lot. Your lives are just like this, like commingled. So you gotta, you have to do your own self-care. You gotta evaluate yourself too, because it's important for the baby for you to be good too. And talking about how much work breastfeeding is, pumping and all that, there's a whole friggin' science on also because I, I had to live with that too. When I was just pumping, when I switched over to pumping with him, the storage of breast milk. You got to store that thing. You can't just like, okay, I'm pumping it and that's it. Oh my God. Cleaning the stupid pump parts. There was so many parts to that stupid pump. And every time you pump, which is so great. It's been like more greater than a year, Mm -hmm. almost two years since I stopped. No, no, no. It hasn't been two years. It's been greater than a year since I stopped pumping. And I still remember it was the plastic base, the plastic tapita that goes on top. Yep. The silicone part that goes on top of that. Yeah. The flange that I had to clean. And then you don't have to clean the motor, but some milk will eventually touch the so motor. You have so to. you have to clean the motor too. Yeah. And then there was like something like a silicone piece on top of the flange too that would be able to have that suction. So annoying. So annoying. And, Everything about and it your annoying. Bre- and people are pumping. We recommend to pump at least eight times a day. Six so you're doing all of that eight times a day minimum. So I do not recommend this. But I'm always like honest. I actually did not clean my pump parts after every single breastfeeding okay. session. The reason why I'm telling you, I'm not like trying to be like a gross person. But the reason why is because in theory, breast mm-hmm. milk is antibacterial, antimicrobial, and all of that, right? Mm-hmm. So I would get I got like a very big plastic uh, glass Pyrex bowl. Okay. And then all of my breast parts, whatever touched breast milk, would go straight into the glass container and into the refrigerator. Oh, so you would refrigerate it? Yes, I would refrigerate. Yeah, yeah, I always okay. refrigerated it. Okay. So okay. I would refrigerate it because in refrigeration, yeah. you're not since it's antibacterial, you're not touching it with anything else. You're not contaminating the field. Right, basically. and then refrigerating it, you're also stopping the growth of any of pot- any bacteria of any potential bacteria. Exactly. Growth. Yeah. So I would keep it, and then literally. As gross as it sounds, I would put those same ones when I was ready to pump again. I would put those same ones on, and then Touching at nighttime, too much yep, now. <laughs> I know, but then at nighttime, I would just clean it once. And yeah, I promise you, I think that's what saved yeah. my breastfeeding journey because yeah. I cannot imagine no. cleaning my parts no. eight times a day. No, absolutely not. And, and we- I don't recommend that because it's actually not. You know, there's no studies to prove that. There's no studies to prove how much bacteria grows in the refrigerator yeah, and stuff like yeah. that. It's just, in theory, it worked for me. I'm yeah. not saying it will work for anyone else. And, yeah. and trust me, I lived with that every single day. I was like, oh my God, am I doing the right thing? And all this stuff. But that's what I did. I was very careful to not contaminate. I was very careful right. to keep everything very clean. Yeah. Wash my hands. Literally, if I was anything, ever touching anything. So, but it just it just shows like how much like thought and work goes into this. A lot. And then when you have the breast milk, yeah. because that's just- What did Barville say? <laughs> about what about, about what like part the pump, like the pump parts he would like every time he see me do that he was just like i can't with this yeah 
Like, he was just like, I can't with this. Like, he was proponent from the beginning of, you don't need to breastfeed. Like, yeah. from the very beginning. And I'm very, I'm very grateful and thankful because, believe it or not, when, and I know you know, there are some men that get involved in that bullshit. Amen, sister. What the fuck? And, and to those men, I don't give a shit. Like, fuck right off. Yeah. You are not the one breastfeeding. Yeah. Do not get involved. Yeah, do not get Don't. Involved. Be supportive. Be that's supportive that's as involved as you should be yeah. in supporting the breastfeeder in what they're doing. You yeah. know, like further than that, your opinions on, yeah. hey, you need to breastfeed more. Why aren't you breastfeeding the baby? No, formulas. No. Change this position. Change that. You're not doing your right. Fuck to oblivion and beyond yeah. with that shit. Yeah. If you're not supporting the breastfeeder. Yeah. Fuck off. Yeah, and honestly, That's all I gotta like, say. everyone is like already exhausted. No, there's and no your body, like your body's like going through a ton of changes, like as a woman. You are not like, doing. We're it. just talking about the breastfeeding. Like we haven't even. It might be another episode that we can do about like hormonal oh, changes yeah. in pregnancy. Ah, oh my god, yeah, that's a whole episode and a half. Yeah, even, like <laughs> yeah. about that. So, it's if you're not doing it, you have no say in it. Yeah. Like, what the hell? Anyway, but what I was saying about once you have like already expressed this milk and you have it out in the bottles or whatever, yeah, then you have to be careful with storing yeah, that. With storing it, yeah. okay, because you can't just leave it out in the table or whatever. No, you have to like, for instance, I have here and I will post it up. It's like from the CDC, like, and I'm telling you, from the CDC. Yep. Okay, the type of breast milk, like storage location and temperatures of it. And it's specific, like freshly expressed or pumped milk. You could leave it in the countertop up to four hours. Yeah refrigerated up to four days and then in the freezer within six months it's best but up to a year yeah but also if the baby touches the milk so like if you like put four ounces okay mm-hmm. and you gave done it, that's it like done. throw it even if the baby left three ounces you have to throw that's it right i totally you know i think i repressed that <laughs> i think i repressed that so you have to separate it before because again breast milk is basically like sterile so and, and I don't want to say sterile because sterile is like sterile, sterile. You know, it wasn't right, right. the bottle. But it's, it's not sterile. To but that technically, extent. a clean bottle and stuff like it's a clean thing to that environment, to that extent. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. But once it like once the baby feeds from it, that is no longer considered clean. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And so, dude, I think I have that repressed because. Yeah. Do you oh. also have repressed about mixing the warm and cold milk in the fridge? Don't even get me started. Don't even get me started. But like. Talking about the first repression. Yeah. Because MR was so difficult to feed, he would leave a lot of milk, like, every time. Oh, my God. No matter if I served him less, because then they're like, okay, we'll serve him less. No matter what, he would always leave. And I'm here, like... And I remember he would tire out at the end of the day, remember? That, like, he would feed, like, a good feed maybe one or two yes. times in the beginning. And yes. then at night time, he yeah. would leave. Yes. And then I'm here, and then I take that, what he left, and I have to fucking throw it down, throw the, drain. It down the drain. And I'm like... Oh. oh my god no there were times where oh i thought god. i would contaminate the field Ooh. and then i was like do i save it <laughs> do i throw it and i would eventually throw it away but i was like i would cry because it was like dude i just sat down for so like much work for minutes. this and now i have to dump it yeah and people like think like oh it's just 30 minutes it's half an hour no the setup yeah you know the pumping <laughs> and pumping burns calories yeah that's why they say that breastfeeding you lose weight with breastfeeding but because of how much it burns for instance that's true for some people like my mom turned into a twig yeah you know and i was i was very skinny when i was breastfeeding and i wasn't even breastfeeding i was pumping you and my mom are blessed me i'm that other side of the percent nothing no i was very skinny nothing 
had the appetite of a damn bear. Oh, no, yeah, me too. Of a bear. Like, I wanted to eat everything Everything. in front of me. Same, same, same. But I did not lose it. I don't know if it's those stupid European freaking genes in me that are just like, no, we're going to hold on to this fat because, you know, you never know when you need it. You know, and there's a famine afoot. A famine afoot. <laughs> Fuck those genes, okay? That's what I got to say. No, I, I lost. I lost oh, no. a lot of weight. No, I didn't. I didn't. I gained weight. After postpartum, I gained more weight than when I was pregnant. I gained it was ridiculous. I gained weight when I stopped breastfeeding ridiculous but then again i didn't even gain that much weight when i was pregnant oh God, I gained eight I got, pounds. no that's it i gained very little weight throughout my pregnancy yeah. in comparison to when i got pregnant yeah, yeah, yeah. i really gained the weight when i was breastfeeding because yeah. i was so hungry it was the hunger crazy guys as much as i tried to explain no, no, no. it it's just you can't it's, you can't burn so much and there's so much and nutrition you, that goes into and, making breast milk that you need to eat and even the amounts like but that's why a lot yeah. of like my patients will be like oh doc do you think i should cut out certain things because it makes the baby like more gassy and i always tell them i'm like listen you need your nutrition yeah. You are going to burn a lot of calories making breast milk. So for now, yeah. you eat whatever you want to eat. And okay. that's the problem. And then later, if we find a problem, we'll deal with it at that point. Yeah. So that's why when I encountered that elimination diet, I was like... I've never recommended the elimination diet. I think that's a very extreme. Because yeah. I would start, you know, less is more. So I would say the most common thing to cause an allergy to kids is dairy or milk protein. Okay. So I would say eliminate dairy, okay? If we see an improvement, perfect. If we don't see an improvement, hey, we might need to eliminate other things, you know? But just straight up telling a person that's exhausted, that's worried, that's doing everything, that now that they have to do basically a Whole30 diet, no sugar, no soy, no additives, no nothing. Guys, give it a shot. Go anywhere, anywhere that there's food. Look at the ingredient list and please find me something that doesn't have soy. It exists, obviously. It there does are, exist. It, it, it does exist. And but you can have a whole, like, nutrition. Yeah, you could do it. But it is very difficult, but especially for difficult. someone that's, like, breastfeeding. And then you, at least me, when I started doing that, I was shocked by how many things that the... I can't even remember it right now, but the things that I would least expect to have soy in it had it. Had it, yeah. I'm like, what the hell? Why is soy in here? It's there. Yeah. It's there. You know, it's just like... Oh, whatever. Like, I mean, I, we could go on and on and on. But okay, so I wanted to touch upon like really quickly before we sign off because there are a lot of myths yeah. to breastfeeding okay. because there's old wives' tales. Yeah. There's just the myths that are passed on, like telephone style, like you yeah, know, yeah, from yeah. person to person. Yeah. So then there's a myth of you can't get pregnant while you're breastfeeding or chestfeeding. Lies, lies, lies. You see, and that's lies. A, that's a very popular. For one. the love of God, <laughs> protect yourself. It's a very common one. I know. There's and to, Super and common to this day, man, yep. like you yep. Google everything. Yep. And you're going to tell me that you haven't come across something on Google saying you can still get pregnant. I know it's crazy, I, but it's crazy how popular of a myth it still is. When people are like, oh, yeah, I got pregnant. I didn't think that I would get pregnant because I was breastfeeding. I literally when they tell me that I'm like, are you stupid? <laughs> yep <laughs> and i don't want to say that guys like, no but still, i don't say that to actual I, patients but in my mind i'm like guys no but i get like, it because no. it's super common I'm like, it's a super common myth tell me about you can literally pull up the most random facts about some sort of diet that the mom wants to go on but you're gonna tell me that you didn't look up if you could still get pregnant and then a lot of them say because they haven't had a period 
doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's hormones. And it it's doesn't matter. Hormones and remember, you're still fertile. You can still yes, you know, exactly. That your, your body just doesn't like pods. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Your fertility is still there, yeah. regardless if you're you have a period or not. It's still there. You can still get pregnant. Yep. And for everyone wondering, you can after you give birth, you can start birth control. You do not have to wait a certain time. Yes, sometimes that might mess a little bit with the production in the milk because it's a change in hormones but it does not stop you from producing milk okay, okay? so please 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 protect yourself i mean obviously if you want to absolutely and an iud perfectly fine it has no hormones doesn't there are anything. yeah exactly there's you options know. without hormones so exactly yeah. so you can do that too yeah there, we have options we condoms Yes, exactly. No hormones. But you can. Yeah. Point is, is that you understand that you can get pregnant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and if you want to get pregnant that soon, you know, Godspeed, go for it. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Me, personally? Absolutely fucking not. But if that's what you want, then go for it. Know that you can. Yeah. (laughs) You can. And for instance, another myth that people with smaller boobs versus bigger boobs, it depends on your boob size. Myth, 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 myth. I already know where you're going with this. How much milk are you going to... Myth, nope. Myth, 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 myth. The that size has of your boobs has nothing to do with how much milk you I will produce. I have moms that are double A cups and are overproducers. Yeah. So there's people that produce milk, but there's people that like overproduce. And I have moms that are normal and overproduce. Because your boobs are pretty much fat. Yeah. Along with everything else that's in there. Your you know? breast milk is supply and demand. If you demand, yep. it supplies. Okay? So, so if you tell me that you weren't able nothing to produce to enough milk, unless you have something else going on, like breast augmentation, mm-hmm. yeah. things that mess with your actual anatomy, yep. okay, your ability to do that hormone production and all of that stuff, then you should have no problem if you are stimulating. Another myth. You can't take any medications while breastfeeding or test feeding. There's some medications that you should avoid. Obviously, there's you're lactating. So there's things that can be past their breast. Women that are under chemotherapy and stuff like that. But you can take like Motrin, Tylenol, all those things. There are some meds that are safe, however, or have been associated with decreased production. Mm -hmm. So uh, there's a lot of things that you can look up. And if anyone wants to look up if you're breastfeeding and you want to look up a medication, obviously go to your provider and ask them. That's what I was saying. Um, talk to your doctor. So yeah. Talk to your doctor. Yeah. But don't go ahead and think breastfeeding, that's it. You can't, I can't even you can't take a anything. Tylenol. Yeah, exactly. Don't think it's like that. It's not. Yeah. Because a lot of people like think that and then they're like, no, forget it. I can't do breastfeeding because I have migraines or this and that or yeah, whatever. No, no, no. no, no. Can, like, don't. Work um, with someone and you will be able exactly. to Exactly. And then another one, people that are high in their horses. They say breastfed babies don't get sick. No, they do get sick. <laughs> Let me clarify. Yeah. Breastfeeding has a lot of benefits. amazing benefits. Yeah. Okay. Great. It does have a lower incidence of ear infections. It does have a lower incidence of getting sick in general. The reason why is because you are giving your baby antibodies. Yeah. However, remember, you needed to have that exposure to get antibodies and, and, you can have antibodies, but that doesn't mean that you're not going to get sick. You just maybe might, might, might not get as sick, okay? So it does provide protection, and I'm not trying to, like, trump breastfeeding and be, like, I'm over here, like, saying it has a lot of benefits and, like, immunity and stuff like that. It does, but your baby can still get sick. Yeah. Yeah. So don't, yeah, don't listen to that. <laughs> yeah. And then the last one, some people have the assumption of, like, you failed if you supplement with formula while nursing. 
Wrong. Wrong. There's no failure in this. Yeah. You know, fed is best. Yeah. You do what you can. And we talked about it in length. But the thing is, like, I have I feel like I have to keep putting it out there because there there are there are still people that are like, oh, it's like, I feel like I failed. No, you didn't. And maybe it's not not coming from a bad place. I just feel like people don't understand that sometimes their choice of words can really hurt. That's true. Okay. Yeah. Because I think when I talk about like I I exclusively breastfed till Nora was eight months and then I had enough milk stored to feed her till nine months and at nine months I started formula yeah okay so and and it took a lot of me mm-hmm. to continue expressing I remember I remember I, especially because you were full time working yeah it was it, it's awful it's awful to pump out it's work. a lot it's like pump before work after work you feel the pressure and dude, you're a full-ass pediatrician you yeah. are so and I had to pump busy. between patients. they did not give me any time off yes they were like oh during your lunch you can pump so imagine me trying to keep everything yeah, clean like, and eat and do all these things it's very 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 difficult yeah but yes it's a choice but still come on but yeah exactly you know um I was very, like, grateful to do it. But at the end of the day, like, fed is best. And, you know, it doesn't matter. I think it comes from a good place when someone... So that's what I was going to... Sorry, I kind of, like, digressed. But that's what I was going to say. Like, when I recommend breastfeeding to people, it comes from a good place in my heart. But if if it's interfering with something and you can't do it as, hey, like, chill. Take a deep breath. Like, you have a lot on your plate already. Like... Let's work together. You tell me. That's what I tell my patients. What is your goal? Yeah. What is your goal? And I will work with your goal. And I have moms that's like, my goal is to breastfeed. I have moms that's like, my goal is to go back to work in a month. Okay. My goal is to breastfeed at nighttime formula during the day. So that goal is very different for everyone. And as long as everyone's being respectful and being very careful of your choice of words. Yeah. But I am honest. I will say like, there are benefits. Okay. And then, and I tell them that I'm like, there's things that like, I'm not going to lie to you about, you know what I mean? But I'm not going to stand here and make you feel bad about some decision yeah, that is your decision. And it is best. It is what you decide is best for yourself at that moment in time. Yep. And that can change. Yep. I have a ton of moms that could not breastfeed at the beginning because of, I don't know, their kid was in the NICU or they just weren't ready. Mom had complications. How many moms had to stay in the oh hospital my God, yeah. after? And then they're like, hey, doc, is it too late to breastfeed? No, but we need to work hard. Yeah, 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 absolutely. So, so yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. It's, I mean, coming from two moms, it's a hot topic. Yeah. That's why it's, it's going to be a little bit of a longer, it is a little bit longer of an episode than normal, but we thought it's important to bring it up mostly like Evie said in the beginning, it's, it's the month forward and whatnot and it's important for everyone to know there is support out there too yeah oh yeah there's support out there and if again if another thing if you don't have an adequate doctor that you feel that doctor pediatrician or ob line or whatever even primary is not supporting you find another one yeah because that's not it's just not right agreed find another one there's millions of them out there yeah and also don't assume that just because you had a bad experience with one person is that you're gonna have a bad experience with the other because lord jesus I'm on forums and stuff like that. And it's like crazy how one bad experience with someone can well, really, really screw it up. Absolutely. There are some people out there that they say some things and I'm like, oh my God, like you're so wrong, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. you know, remember, not everyone practices the same. There's yeah. a million ways to skin a cat. So you just have to find someone that has your same goals. Yeah. And that's it. 
yeah, I I, I can't agree more. So yeah. that was breastfeeding. That was breastfeeding. <laughs> and so now we just started Patreon. I'm sure you guys have uh, seen it on TikTok, Instagram, all those things. We just did a really cool episode. We did a really cool episode. Uh, I'm excited for that episode yeah, to come out. It. It's it's really, really cool. We talk about um, Brian Johnson. Just Google search him. You'll see what it is. It's crazy um, anti-aging stuff. Real like there's some conspiracy to it. We don't go into that, but we we try to stay on the science yeah. part of it. And I think we did a good job on it, but it's a hot topic. It is. It was really cool. And we had a lot of fun filming that one. But check us out there on Patreon. We're going to keep on doing these and behind the scenes. Um, this episode right now is going to be aired on Patreon because um, what we want to do is that we want to go ahead and videotape us doing these audio episodes that we produce out there in yeah. Apple, um, Spotify, all the streaming platforms, yeah. you know, obviously for free and all that. But on Patreon, we're going to go ahead and upload them video format, you seeing us yeah. recording this. Exactly. So, you know, there's a lot of benefits to it. You will be supporting the heck out of us to get better equipment, keep up with our software subscriptions <laughs> and everything because you know it really helps us it really really helps us and we thank you so much even if you don't subscribe to the patreon and you just tip us any little we bit really appreciate thanks it. oh my god like from the bottom of our hearts. from the bottom of our hearts we love doing this we really really do we have yeah. a great time doing this yeah. but you know help is really appreciated so check us out on TikTok, instagram now on facebook too because i just started that too really yeah. I didn't even know about that. I will send Woo, that over to yes. you. <laughs> I'm like, really? Facebook? I love Facebook. I actually use my Facebook way more. I know. Yeah. I'm old school. Okay. So we're on Facebook too. We're on everything. We're on Good Pods as well, oh, which yeah. is like uh, Good Pods. Oh, and uh, what's that? The Wisdom app. Wisdom app. Yeah. We're also on the Wisdom app. We're on, on, we're on almost everything. So look us up on Funny Medicine Podcast on almost everything out there. Yes. And... We'll see you on the next one. See you on the next one, guys. Bye. Bye. Like, comment, review us on all streaming platforms, Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, etc. Check us out on Instagram and TikTok at Funny Medicine Podcast. Our Gmail is at funnymedicine305 at gmail.com. And remember, we are not diagnosing you. Definitely not. Just funny stuff. See you later, guys. <laughs>